Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Saturday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Now, we start with Mason Mount's £60 million move from Chelsea to Manchester United. Jim White discussed the transfer with Stuart Pearce and former MK Dons and chart manager Carl Robinson yesterday. I, I hear a lot of rubbish spoken about him, I think. I, I, <laughs> I do, because people people are, are so quick to jump on players consistently for, for a bad year, especially if you're English, especially if you've played for England. I think you, you're always first to be criticised by our, by our fans anyway. He is a good footballer. And I think if you look at the current market, what players are going for... I think him going to Manchester United is a good move. Is it a step up? Yes. From yeah. Chelsea, it's a step up to Manchester United. For right. me. All right. For me, listen, all my mates who are big Liverpool fans and my dad's probably thinking, you can't be saying that about Manchester United, but Manchester United is one of the biggest football clubs in the world. Last season, they finished third in the Premier League. What Where did Chelsea mm. finish? 12th. Mm. So you're talking even in recent history, in the, just in the league table, they finished above them. Globally, the bigger. Obviously, a new manager going in. That's the only thing for me. I think Richard would have got a lot out of him. But, that, I mean, that's <laughs> the one bit for me where I think of the, the, knowing him as a manager as well and knowing players that has worked for him, obviously, in the Spurs days, that yeah. he, he did really well with the young players coming through and players who have been at the club for a long period of time. He got the best out of them. And for me, that would have been something that I would have liked to have seen him work with him. And I think it is quite an exciting time with him going in as a manager with the quality of players that Chelsea have. And I think that might be a little bit of a loss down the line a little bit. Yeah. Because he understands the club. Is he an academy player though, Stuart? So should this be viewed as a failure on Chelsea's part? No, I don't think so. They bought a player out the academy and put him in the first team and got him in the England squad. That is a massive success. If you turn him around and and shine in a light on the academy and say, this is an unsuccessful journey for one of your players who's come out the academy as a kid, got in the first team and got on the international stage and moved on for 55 million. It's a massive success story for the academy and the staff. It's a good valuation for Man United. I think it's, it's, I wouldn't say cheap, but... It's a, I would be happy to pay that for him, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's been part of this 
Chelsea underachieving, and he's you know he's been part of it, and people have looked at that and said, well, he, you know his performances haven't been good. I think Man United could have got a bargain. Carl Robinson was also asked about his brief time as Leeds United assistant manager, working with Sam Allardyce at the end of last season. Can you can confirm something for me, Carl? I hope I'm not dropping you in it here. Uh-oh. Was it true that if Sam had gone upstairs, <laughs> the condition of Sam going upstairs, <laughs> that Sam was laying down, was it Carl Robinson uh, got the job? It's what I read. Um, Come on. <laughs> it wasn't just for me, it was obviously Keno. And by the way, Keno shocked me as well. His attention to detail for an ex-player of that calibre. Yeah. Really good coach. So and, Sam wanted you to get the reins, all right? He, he, I think that's what was said, yeah. Um, was I am I good enough? That's 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 for other people to comment on that. Most people will say no, but that's what he said. I think it was more a case of it was continuity. You would have backed yourself though. Yeah, I would have. Carl, you're not sure um, in confidence. I am a little bit at times when when you, when you know me. I am. Um, the bravado comes with what we do is within our industries. But I think listen, I think it was more continuity. It wasn't so much it was me. It was continuity for the staff. Right. And I think that that so take my name out of this because that that sounds very egotistical in some ways. It wasn't about me. It was the consistency was a necessity because of the amount of change that these players had had, the coaches had had, the backroom staff had had, and and equally most importantly the fans. And I think that was the bit that was Sam was more was stronger on was the fact that I think he felt that the club needed that to to continue what he what he'd started to build was a real close knit group of staff that were willing to work with the players to move forward. So I might be sixty eight and look old, but there's nobody there's nobody ahead of me in football terms. Not Pep, not not Klopp, not Arteta. Brilliant! It was genius at work. It really was. Um, we were having lunch. Um, that must have been. Come on, what day we played? But but I mean, it's Sunday maybe. Mm. Anyway, we were having lunch two days before, and he goes, oh, "I've got the press after. It must be three o'clock presser." And he went, "I need to take the pressure off the players." You could see it when you walked mm. in. It was so low and down, and you're playing Man City, the, the best team in the world, with Haaland and De Bruyne and Gundogan. You think, "Oh, oh." And um, he needed something, and I said, "What? What are you gonna do?" And he went, "I'll think of something, big man." So he walked out, and then we were in the office afterwards, and the press guy walked in, and people can't see me face reaction, but he went, pulled the face, and the next day, gaffer bowled the door, laughing his head off. On now to a bit of cricket, and it went from bad to worse for England on the third day of the second Ashes Test yesterday. Here's Talksport's cricket editor John Norman, followed by Ashes legend Steve Hammy Harmison. Australia ending the day well on top here at Lords. A lead of 221 runs, eight wickets in hand, and a set as Mukawaja at the crease, 58 not out. Uh, a bleak day for England really started with the second ball of the day. Ben Stokes edging to second slip. Great grab from uh, Cameron Green. And uh, when Harry Brook was uh, bounced out shortly afterwards, the writing on the wall, unfortunately, for England, who subsided alarmingly, losing uh, their last six wickets for 47 in uh, just 15.2 overs. It's so frustrating. It really is so frustrating because we see there's so much talent there. There's so much enthusiasm to make the game, I think, more excitable for everybody to be, you know, from a visual perspective, point of view. And do you know what? I'm trying to defend it. I'm trying to stay positive with it. But when I see the shot that Harry Brook played, 
I'm like, how can you defend that? You just can't. Where does it, the responsibility come to go, you're not playing? You can't play like that. You're not playing. Because Ben Stokes wants to give people a chance to feel. And he wants to give freedom to express. And yeah, you know, I, I came to I came to Lords the other day, and I sat with my good mate Rob Key for a little bit, and I went for a selector's job. And one of the questions, or one of the things that was said was, you know, we don't want to challenge the captain and the, and the coach because of of how things you know are going and the positivity that's going with it. The captain and the coach have got to be challenging these players because I am all for being positive. I'm all for trying to score quickly. If I was Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad, I'm tearing strips off that 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 role because I'm going, we're bowling 20, 30 overs more to try and stay in this game. And do you know what's going to happen? We go ahead and and two out of the three of Broad, Robinson, Anderson won't play. We'll get left out. It's always a bowler that gets left out. So I'm talking about the bowler batter thing. And this is where fractions come in dressing rooms. But there has to be a time where you go, hold on, lads, we've got three men on the boundary. There's three men on the lakeside boundary and we're still trying to hit it for six. It becomes ridiculous. And it's safe to say that TalkSport's very own Andy Jacobs was less than impressed with England's batting collapse in the morning session. Great, wasn't it? Watching that this morning. Tremendous. Apparently, you're not allowed to shout at uh, Lords. I'll be shouting. You're not allowed to yeah. shout at Lords. If I'd been at Lords today, I would have stood up and said, Congratulations to Harry Brook. You've just played the worst shot in Test match history. Just duck. Get out of the way. Don't. What's the point? Oh, no, Mr. Macho. They've got to take it on. I'm sick of it. They're laughing at us. They are laughing. England went from 188 for one. In, and the, in such a stupid way, playing like this, we will lose 5-0. If I was a British broadcasting organisation, I wouldn't use any Australians. <laughs> Who needs to hear from them? I don't need to hear from them. At some point, you've got Ponting and Mel Jones, and you've got uh, Glenn McGrath gloating and goading. You think, Who needs this? I don't need this. <laughs> if they want to cover it, get their own coverage. <laughs> if you ever play a shot like that again in a test match, you're never playing for England ever again. In fact, you're going to be forced to leave cricket. You just sit there with your mouth and you think, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why, why do you think that's the right way to play it? Yeah. Uh, honestly, personally, um, I've had enough of it. And this was the big story on the Transfer Insiders with Adi Oladipo and Flex last night. Let's talk about this Dominic uh, Serbuslai that Liverpool look like they're going to get from RB Leipzig for a fee of around £60 million. What can you tell us? Well, this one's all developed uh, reasonably quickly. There was a lot of talk about Newcastle being part of the race for Serbuslai. I'm in form that never really got off the ground. We know that Newcastle are operating under strict financial parameters this summer, so they were never really going to trigger his £60 million release clause. But you mentioned June the 30th as a key day for the likes of De Gea and Wilfred Zaha and various other players across Europe who've let their contracts run down. It was a key day for Saboslai as well because his release clause expires at midnight, which is why Liverpool have had to move so quickly to get this deal done. My understanding is that actually the two clubs are still talking about 
the, the payment structure, much like uh, West Ham and Arsenal, because although Liverpool have indicated they'll pay the release clause, ideally they don't want to pay it in one instalment. They want to uh, pay it over a number of years. Helps get round uh, FFP. So those discussions will be taking place. If Oslite on his part is king to make the move. This man that we've got coming on now will definitely be able will tell us, sorry, the correct pronunciation of Liverpool's hopefully new attacking midfielder, Ben Bashiak, a Liverpool.com writer who was born in Hungary. Ben, the floor is yours. The correct pronunciation, please. Dominic Soboslay. 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 Okay. There you go. I, I told you Ben will get it correct. Yeah. Everyone right now is at home right, making sure they've got yeah. that, hasn't he? For Liverpool fans listening right now, and there's going to be a load of them, Tell them what type of play could be coming into Liverpool. The best way I can summarise it, he's been in Red Bull's system for a long time. Obviously, Red Bull are known as the gegenpressing team. Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool are known as the gegenpressing team as well. Mm. He's basically learned that gegenpressing football for his whole career. And I think he's the best way to do it, say it, is he's tailor-made for Liverpool. He's, cool. he's got the, you know, the... the the hard work ethic that Klopp wants, the the speed, everything. He he's just the perfect Klopp player. And you know, I am Hungarian, so I'm going to be a bit biased about him. But <laughs> no, no, I, keep going. I, keep going. This, this is absolutely fan. fantastic. Yeah, you're selling, you're selling Ade a lie here. You're this is him wonderful. <laughs> this is wonderful. And we have live coverage of England's Lionesses against Portugal. That's at three fifteen this afternoon in their final warm up game ahead of the World Cup later this month. Head coach Sharina Vigman and midfielder Georgia Stanway have been speaking to TalkSport's England correspondent Faker Brothers. I never thought I'd say this, but as Liam Williamson grabs the Euros trophy for the first time, England are European champions. The pyrotechnics explode, the PA bursts into life and the celebrations begin. I think with England, there's always pressure. So I, I've, when I came in uh, about 18 months ago, everyone expected us to win anyway. And not only English people, but also people from abroad. So for me, and I think for most of the players, that didn't change that much. And it's, it says how everyone sees us and that we are a good team. So we just, what we, where we bring it back to is what do we have to do? What's our task? What's an individual task? What's the team task? How do we collaborate and stay connected and uh, keep keep playing by, by by our style of play, by our, keep keep stick with the plan? And that's um that's what we're just focusing on all the time. And yes, of course, it's in a in a in a major tournament where we know the whole world is watching us and and we'll be in stadiums that are being sold out, but that's very exciting too that that's we're privileged that to be in that situation and the winning possession well they're coming forward with Stanway space on the right but Stanway shot oh yes what a strike from Georgia Stanway we know that we've still got a little bit of work to do we've got some work both on and off the grass just to put ourselves in the best possible position obviously the two games that we're going to have one being in-house is so important to us both to get match fitness but just to see like tactics try and get our flow together again um but yeah we've had so many games together this this last year that we're in a good place um and yeah the last weeks in training have been intense they've been competitive they've been hard work um there's been a lot of sore legs and a lot of funny walks um from the doms um so yeah in terms of the portugal game i think it's just an isolated game that we want to make sure that what we've worked on this week we can put into the game but yeah of course 
when you're in one game, you can build that momentum. So we'll also look to do that. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Now, we're also bringing you exclusive boxing commentary this evening on TalkSport with Savannah Marshall challenges Franchon Cruz Desern for her undisputed super middleweight crown live from the Manchester Arena. Let's hear from both now, starting with Savannah, the silent assassin Marshall. I don't want to say it's an American thing, but I'm just sick of people coming over, like Americans coming over here and saying I've had things given, I've had things gifted, I've had nothing given or gifted, I've worked hard, extremely hard to get in this position. I really became uh, offended when they said I sat on my lazy butt looking for opportunities and anybody could tell you, I don't give a damn where you're from, UK, Africa, Antarctica, big mama get out there and get it. Look, she's got all the belts, she's undisputed champion, I don't want to, I didn't want to sit there and say look, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to smash your head in. I'm not a champion anymore. I lost my belt. I'm the challenger. So look, all due respect, but when you're just going on and on and on, do you know what I mean? Annoyed me, Spence. <laughs> I am an elite boxer. I am a 12th year Team USA alumni. I am a world class fighter and I can do whatever. My plan is just to fight, let loose, and have fun. I'm like water, I adapt. It might be a feeling like, oh, I want to box, and then it changes. I'm going to do what I have to do. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on Talkful Apple, wherever you get your podcast from. I'll be back, of course, on Drive Time at 4 o'clock on Monday alongside Danny Murphy, subbing in for Darren Bent. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcasts out at the same time tomorrow. So do what you've got to do to get it. Till then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Even on a budget, 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.